Bob and Kale podcast. Rob Sanders. Some would be entertained by it. Some would be horrified by Kale it. Kale Carolina Jackpot Hall. All would be interested in it. The Rob and Kale podcast. And welcome into the Rob and Kale podcast. I'm Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining us on the program this evening. I am, of course, joined by the number one Gamecock YouTuber on the planet. Yeah, there he is. My buddy and yours, Mr. Carolina Jackpot. What's up, buddy? Doing good. Uh, looks like we've already got a salty ass over in the comment section. Uh, Chris, Fo- Chris Foster, you can go fuck yourself. Carolina Jackoff, late as per usual. I ain't never fucking late. I was two damn minutes late night because I was getting some names together for a damn contest because I've worked all day, you son of a bitch. I'm out of town. I'm fucking tired. So go fuck yourself. Late as per <laughs> usual. I'm here fucking early. And I do more by damn 8 o'clock in the morning. I bet your damn lazy ass does all damn day. Yeah, he, he's... uh. He's he's been fucking with us on Twitter today too, and uh, he, he wrote something about these bums can go at nine o'clock. Uh, dude, when you go play with you fucking moonshine still, right? When you get your name on the marquee, you can do a show whenever you want. But once again, be careful because jackpot might knock the yellow off your tooth. You need to calm down. All the bullshit you have over there, slow down with all that nonsense. Leonard says you need to cr- get some polka dots after that intro jackpot. I I could see I could see you in some. Uh, I know I'm the Americana the Americana Pizza Man. Remember the Americana Pizza Man had that Mount Exactly, jackpot out there with his uh, his polka dots. I could see that. <laughs> anyway, uh, tonight on the program we're going to talk about uh, some of these most hated teams according to uh, two four seven sports. Now it's not just a university like it's easy to despise a lot of people like you know don't like Alabama because they win a lot all right I mean and there there's some of that too but these are actually teams like a, a yearly team all right and we'll get into some of that momentarily also they all projected the top offenses in the country this uh this season we'll get into that as well before we do that though we got to thank uh, Callaway's Bar and Grill out in West Columbia, Highway 1 Diagonal from the Walmart. They sponsor the Callaway's Pick'em Challenge. You should get into the Callaway's Pick'em Challenge. We talk about it, and we're going to talk about it every time we come on the air here because we want a nice, big, fat pot like we had last year. We want to do better than last year, right, Jackpot? That's right. Last year, uh, we were right around $2,000, 100 uh, participants. I'd like to get 150 participants this year. That would be um, a three thousand dollar pot, and I, I guess we'll just take, keep on taking up money up until week one starts. So we got seven games that we'll pick week zero. So if someone happens to go seven and zero, oh, I mean they're going to be out in front by a long shot. Right. However, if everybody goes like three and four, four and three, it's really not going to make much of a difference. If uh, you get back into the contest and you get with it. And I mean, if you can really pick some games, that little setback won't be, uh, it'll be a little setback, you know. But we've, we've had a lot of people enter the contest, right, Jackpot? We got, got some folks, right? We have, uh, you got a list of names here of folks who've entered already. Andrew Grove, SEC Dog, Harry Leg, Jay Rocks the Party, 
Keith Ramsey, Gary Todd, Dr. Bart, Ken Bellinger, Gary Thrills Mills, Larry's Losers, Chef K. Dibs, Dick Long, Jordan Dealmaker, Elijah, Daddy O, Bible Belt Beauties, Aaron Hughes, Ethan Hewlett, Gay, uh, uh, South Carolina, Brady Snow, Bob Rutherford, Big Barney Ross, Dakota Faircloth, Mountain Mama, Andrew Hall, Ray underscore Bob, Michael Gentry, Sarah Bell, Elena, Billy Muse, Sancho, Alan V, Stetson Bennett's Pet Sasquatch. Couldn't read my own gibberish there. Baylor Man and Justin Ellis. Yeah, I mean, and we're going to have more in there too. Obviously, I'm in it. Jackpot's in it. Uh, my wife is going to pick games. Yep, that's going to be fun too. But uh, yeah, it's it's our signature contest of the year. Uh, make sure you get involved with that. Of course, sponsored by Callaway's Bar and Grill. By the way, Jackpot. Daddy O said his, his name is spelled with two D's for when you make that payout. I, I, all I got to do is transfer it over to you, sir. Not writing out a personal check, not breaking out the check, but pay to the order of Daddy O. Yeah. Uh, comrade will be joining the contest there, Baylor man. Gary Mills watching on Facebook tonight had spinal surgery, but you know what? He's not missing a damn Robin Kale show. Motherfucker got his back cut open the other day. And he's not even home yet. He's probably watching this shit in a hospital bed. Shout oh. out to Gary Mills for watching the show up there in his hospital bed. And, uh, you know, here's to you, pal. So uh, get well, my friend. Also, last night at Callaway, sir, I was there for uh, I do trivia there on Tuesday nights. And uh, a Gamecock fan named Larry approached me, Jackpot. And, uh, you know, sometimes... Sometimes it's like a, a jackpot tonight when he's tired. You know, it's like, oh, shit, can we just, like, not do a show? Nah, man. This guy walked up to me. I've never met Larry. He is a Gamecock fan, though. He said, you know what? I love your show. He goes, back when COVID happened, he had heart issues and was dealing with, uh, was in the hospital, and pretty much all he had was our show. He said he watched our show, and he likes the fact that, uh, you get so excited on game days uh, during the games. He said he absolutely loves it. He told me to tell you hello. So, Larry, appreciate you watching the show. Um, and uh, it's nice to meet new folks. So there's let me that. catch up here just a minute. JT Thompson is at Oliver P. Green Paint in Jackpot's house. Uh, I think it's P. Green, but this is not my house. This is the Quality Inn in Rayford, North Kakalaki. If you all want to come throw shit at me. Um, y'all can GPS it. Um, diggity, uh, I hear, hold on. Here's one. Cocky Twan said, I'm just coming in. Carol Jackpot, how do you feel about Florida flipping our linebacker? Eh, I mean, uh, I, I read that, uh, both sides were, were like shutting down communication with each other. So I think that pretty much says it all. I, I don't think that South Carolina thinks the guy's worth fighting for. And as far as I'm concerned, fuck him. I mean, if he wants to go play for Sunbelt Billy, go on ahead. I mean, and, then, and another thing that, that is so fucking cookie cutter and cliche, all these damn message boards, is, is one of the reasons I can't stand them. All these damn goody two-shoes motherfuckers telling them, good luck, young man, good luck, good luck, good luck. I'm not going to win, okay? Okay, I hope you do well, whatever, but I'm not going to tell you that. I'm not going to wish you good luck. You play against my fucking team. I hope you suck ass. 
I don't I don't want anyone to get injured. I don't wish any of that on you, but I hope right. that uh, you know, I hope that you right. go and everything else. Dumbass over there making fun of Nick Chubb's broken leg and uh and no. Marcus Lattimore's fucked up knee that Tennessee did. But you know, other than that, I mean you know, the other thing I hate about those message boards is the first thing that people will say when somebody flips a recruit is, well, we stopped fucking recruiting him anyway. We backed yeah, off. Well, <laughs> well, we backed off. He was a shithead. Clemson, Clemson up, fans, guys. Clemson taters are, are, are um, they're, they're famous for that. I think Clemson fans invented that. And uh, I can say that because I'm part of the ilk. Even though I've been told there's tailgates I can't come to anymore up in Death Valley. And I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. But in the end, uh, don't say shit like that. That's one of those things I just laugh at. Sort of like the whole thing with uh, the whole the rent-free thing. When you say that, you just can't carry on conversation. No, no, you're not special. You are not uh, special. Uh, that, um, but but that, that comment that kid made, and I, I posted up on the community tab, and some of the good Vol fans there, like Sancho, were like, oh, he's he, he's not a real he's not a real Tennessee fan. He's not a real t- okay. Well, I mean, he, he claims like, to be club or some shit. Okay, you all you all scream go Vols on fucking Saturday. So there's he, that. He he claimed to be one, so I don't know why he would claim to be one. So. Yeah. Well, anyway, all right. So- guy says Vanderbilt will shit on South Carolina's chest. Well, they hadn't done it for 13 years, and they've had every opportunity in the book. So. I don't know why you think they will now. As a matter of fact, uh, well, it was uh, what two years ago uh, they came pretty dangerously close to shitting on your chest, didn't they? Huh? Yeah. A and M fans. Well, they're like they're like forty point underdogs and almost beat you down there in that fucking weird ass stadium with all those little toy soldiers playing with their damn wooden guns and shit. Yeah. Vanderbilt went down there and just about said fuck y'all. Yeah, they about they went down there. They they were writing fucking, uh, writing papers on the sideline, going in playing every third play and almost beat your ass. So stop with all that nonsense. Uh, anyway, Ethan says he wants to play Clemson in a butt bad in a bowl game. If you're a Tennessee fan, that's not going to happen. No, you don't. Going to the to the shit bowl, and if by chance, let's say that there were you know drastic injuries across the SEC, and you had a a Will Muschamp nine and three type year, ten and two type year, and both teams ended up in a New Year's six. You'd get blown the hell out. You'd lose by Clemson beat you by seventeen points. So don't even don't you don't want none of that. You don't want none of that. Yeah, last time they played, yeah. Clemson kind of kicked them around a little bit, didn't they? Yeah, I uh, know Clemson beat them in uh, in the uh, in the dome in Georgia. That's what in I the- said. They kicked them around a little bit. Oh, I thought you meant they kicked the football around. Yeah, I, I misunderstood you. That, that's how my my wife was my girlfriend at the time, and she bought me tickets to that. And we got fucked up on peach daiquiris. <laughs> Some funny shit. Anyway, um, we also got to thank uh, Callaways for that. And Dennis Wilson from DNC Trucking and Transport, the uh, fireside chats with Uncle Jackpot. Jackpot, tell us a story, sir. Uh, let's see. Uh, it sucks to be a Gamecock. Um, a, um, Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny. And uh, a decent South Carolina team walked into a bar. Huh, that's the joke. There is no decent South Carolina team. That's a fairy tale. Uh, we haven't scored on Clemson in 999 days. Sucks to be a Gamecock. Go Tigers. 
message courtesy of Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking. <laughs> we uh we appreciate Dennis for sponsoring the show. All right, so jackpot. I've Chris, got these most Chris, hated teams here. I, Chris says uh, New Year's Six Bowl. We were both in a bum bowl last year, cheese it boy. Well, the thing is, they won the cheese it bowl. Uh they didn't give Clemson didn't give up half a hundred to fucking Purdue. Do. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Wait, uh, th this guy's handle on Twitter is Chris in Georgia. You know what that means? He was smart enough to leave Tennessee. <laughs> Just like every fucking body else. I mean, down the list, Aretha Franklin, all, all of them left Tennessee, all of them. And you, he you was smart that. enough to leave Tennessee, but he wasn't. Smart enough to uh, start pulling for the better team out of the two yeah, between the state he left and the state he went to. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he, he could have been a Georgia fan. Nobody would have said anything to him down Tristan there. Smith says Tennessee would, Tristan says Tennessee would smack the fuck out of Clemson and Purdue would smack the fuck out of Clemson and South Carolina. Maybe on the ass. Are you fucking kidding me? What the fuck? Oh man, uh, we're not buying any of that. That's just not happening. Yeah, we say things like I don't that. know shit about fuck. Exactly. That that's just wishful thinking. That's what that is. All right, jackpot. So the I wanted to get into it with you here with um, some of the uh, the most hated teams, jackpot. The, yeah. And it's like a set team for each year. And I, I thought we it's it's. Not for each year. It's these teams were the most hated. Number 10 on the list was Texas A&M in 2012. And a lot of that had to do with Johnny Manziel and the Kevin Sumlin offense. I mean, you kind of hate that team too, right? Isn't that the team that came into Columbia and kind of threw the ball around a little bit with old, uh, that wasn't that team. Was it? I can't remember. Um, your team, no, was it? no, that was 2014. That wasn't Johnny. All right, Football team. Yeah, but uh, he was on that team. They played because they beat Alabama, and yeah. Okay. Everybody hated that team because of it. I, I don't know. I don't know if they were that willing to be hated that much. So there's that. Uh, the Uncle Lou asked why I'm wearing a bowler brace. This is something like uh, I've got like some some – it's like some pain in my hand. So I've got to wear this brace for a little bit. I appreciate your sympathy there, Uncle Lou. Uh, UCF from 2017. Yeah, that's the team that claims they had a national title, but they they really didn't. I mean, you know what I'm saying, Jackpot? It's like, I don't know. I mean, people, uh, a lot of people hated that team. So, yeah. Um. Chris, hold on, I got it. Chris says Purdue weren't spoiler makers for ruining cheese. They beat the shit out of some good teams. Let's look at this impressive list they beat last year. Oregon State, UConn, Illinois by four points. Uh, they did beat Iowa. They beat Nebraska, but so did everybody else. Uh, yeah. Northwestern, Indiana. Okay, they beat Michigan State, so I guess that's a good win. Okay, they were decent, but they didn't beat the shit out of anybody. Well, they did beat the shit out of UConn, I guess. That, I guess I don't know. 
I mean, I, am I supposed to be impressed by any of those teams? I'm just, I'm not feeling it, Jackpot. Not really. I mean, Michigan State was flat, had a decent year last year. It's kind of a flashing yeah. fan. Uh, Uncle Lou says, I know how you hurt your wrist. Give it a rest. Funny, Uncle Lou. Very, very funny, sir. No, it's just, um, I don't know what the fuck it is. The wife got me this. I'm, I'm trying it to see if it's going to help my, my hand out. All right, uh, number eight on the list was the 2002 Ohio State team. They would beat Miami in uh, 31-24. They were called the luck guys because of the whole pass interference thing. I, I don't think – I mean, did you really hate that team, Jackpot? Which team is that? 2002 Ohio State. No. No. All right, I'm trying I didn't, to find I didn't have any reason Jackpot. to hate them because we had beaten – we had beaten their two predecessors back to back. So I was glad to see them have a little success after that. You know? Uh, let's highlight a couple things here. Daddy O's comment. Thank you, Daddy O. That's not what's happening here. Uh, um, Uncle, Uncle, Uncle Lou comes up with a good comment. Tennessee has lost 39 straight games to top 10 teams, but you think they can beat Clemson? Uncle Lou, they've been saying it over here like that, that it's the gospel. They think that Hayden Hooker's going to throw for 7,000 yards and um, the defense is going to be all world. They're going to win a ton of shit. I mean, you can't even, you can't even, you can't even talk to these guy people, man. It's crazy. Well, they're going right, to win uh, shit, all right. Yeah. Look, they, they need to look, Tennessee fans need to take it in baby steps. Here's what you need to do. Beat Pittsburgh. You couldn't do that last year. Beat Pittsburgh on the road. There you go. Do that. Let's let's try that, and then and then go from there. How about beat Florida when they're in a transitional year? Win those two games, and then win the games that you won last season. Have an eight-win season, and then go from there. Stop thinking that you can just jump off the uh, right up to the top of the mountain and can beat actual teams that are real teams that don't run a gimmick fucking offense. So Ethan there's Ethan that. Dalton said Ethan Dalton says Clemson isn't a god tier team. Not even top tier top. Well, I mean, who really is a god who really is on God's tier? Really? I don't think that it I don't think anyone's reached that level yet. Oh goodness. Uh Ethan says Clemson couldn't beat Pitt last year. You're absolutely right about that. Clemson's down year was a 10-win season. You've been a shithole since 1998. Please go away. You're all jacked up. You want you went seven and six last year and got rolled by Purdue. Tristan right? Smith says y'all are just gonna lose your fucking mind when Tennessee is 10 and 2. Clemson is fucking eight and four and South Carolina six and six. When's that gonna 2030? No, what? Way, my 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 DMs are open. Have at it for the folks that want to uh Want to talk to me about how Clemson's going to go eight and four? That's not happening. Not on any planet. They're not going eight and four. Stop it. You're, Chris Walsh says Dabo and New Spring think they're God. Well, I don't think that they don't think they're God, but they're also, you know, they're not some, some slap dick from East Aboga Community College, neither. It's also funny when uh, idiots make fun of an actual church that does so much in the community as far as helping homeless people and veterans and things like that. I guess you don't care about that kind of stuff. You know, I mean, I can show you the good stuff that new spring does. I mean, I mentioned the homeless. I mentioned, uh, how about, 
the fact that uh, if you're a single mom, they change your oil for you. They have a program that does that. Hunter, Hunter wants to know when was Clemson even relevant before the year 2015? Did they won a national championship? They won the ACC like every year in the 1980s, like every fucking year. Yeah, they won a national title in 1981, and they've got I can't remember how many uh, ACC titles until um, until Florida State came around. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 2017 Oklahoma team that that's one of the hated. I guess it's because of Baker Mayfield running out there throwing the uh, throwing the throwing the flag down at Ohio Sancho State. Sancho says, yo, yo, in, in Razor Ramon form, yo. Honestly, the constant talk about trashing on Tennessee is getting old. Everyone talks shit. Hey, they're talking just as much shit. We, we rip everyone. We were ripping Kentucky. I ripped Kentucky earlier today because they had another player get arrested. We, we talked about, uh, I mean, just on Kentucky, we talked about wasn't it you that said that uh, what their running back got in trouble for drinking tequila in a bourbon state? Yeah, he, was, he mean, got drunk. He drank tequila. He got drunk off tequila in uh, on Mother's Day. How does that happen? Who does that? Yeah, unless you're drinking tequila with your mom. Senor Rodriguez, they say. Or if he had one of those those things on, well, it's bouncing on hydraulics like Eddie Guerrero. Um, drinking his damn tequila. Hey, Holmes. All right. Anyway, uh, the number five team on this list is 1996 Florida. And this is, of course, Steve Spurrier and his big thing, uh, throwing the ball all over the field with the fun and gun. Yeah, there were teams that hated him. I mean, they, they, they the 2000, excuse me, the 1996 Florida team. That was the whole fun and gun team where Spurrier was throwing the ball all over the field. People remember that. That was, was that a, Danny that was Werfel. Uh, yep, Danny Werfel and the fun and gun. Yeah. So won the national title, twelve and one that season. Uh, number four on the list is the 2010 Auburn team. That's the team with Cam Newton. Everybody was pissed oh, because Cam yeah. Newton got caught. I didn't really hate that team, but. Yeah. I didn't either. The Gamecocks almost beat them in the regular season. Then we squared off with them in the uh, SEC championship game. And eh. <laughs> a couple other teams on the list: Southern Cal in 2005. Of course, that's Matt Leinart, Reggie Bush, and all those guys. Eh. And then, I think this is more from a national perspective. I don't. Yeah. None of this well, really ruffled my jimmies. Do you have a do you have a team that you've absolutely despised? Is there a team that you remember? You're like, you know what? I don't like those motherfuckers. No, I didn't like uh, I didn't like those Miami teams back in the 1980s. But now, like, you know, it's like 30 years later, or however many more than that years later when you watch it. I mean, it's actually kind of fucking cool. You know, it's kind of like Ric Flair. I mean, in 1986, I couldn't stand that motherfucker. <laughs> no, now, I mean, you look back at it and you realize, you know, hell, he was great, you know? He was. So, same thing with Arn Anderson. I want to slap piss out of him. Well, but uh, now it's it's your pleasure, right? <laughs> it, it, it's your pleasure. It's your pleasure. Uh, all right, 803-470-2905. We'll take calls this evening if you would like to get into uh, 
into that. Is there a team that you that you were you just didn't like? Um, for me, I I think it was what was the the was a South Carolina team that they had with uh where that they beat Clemson in in Columbia. It was like one of the five. I think it was the maybe in the fourth or the fifth of that five game winning streak they had, but. That was the one where Sammy Watkins was making dumbass decisions, and Clemson had that, a good. Yeah, team that was 2013. Yeah, when he threw the interception. Yeah, it was just fucking stupid. So yeah, there's that. But uh, that was probably the one team I didn't like, and a lot of it had to do with swearing. And and Connor Shaw, I mean, you you could like not. DJ Swearinger wasn't on that team. Well, he wasn't on that team. Well, all right. No. The hell was on that team. He was on the year before that when he flexed on y'all when he got the fuck out of old uh, Andre uh, Ellington. He can go. He can go fucking straight to hell. As far that as was uh, Kelsey Quarles and Clowney and um, all them dudes. Yeah, My wife's talking about the Garcia key in cars. That, that that he didn't really bother me, but the I think that Connor Shaw, like I respect him, but when he was on the field, fuck him. The defense would get them in third and six every damn play, and all of a sudden, then he'd sprint out for fucking seven yards, first down. Then all of a sudden, you know, just hand the ball off, and then it was just fuck. I hate that shit. Still to this day, pisses me off. <laughs> all right, Wesley with the super chat. Keep talking trash. Can't wait till we square off in Williams Bryce. And okay, I, I mean, you guys think you're gonna just roll in there and take that game? All right. Y'all, y'all I've, I've, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. You Tennessee fans are going to turn those clan robes into Casper costumes. We won't see you after that game. You'll be gone. Uh, Big Barney Ross says, you better recognize Dan the Beast Severin. Okay, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, Chris says, Jalen Hyatt, I've never heard of her, will have three touchdowns against the Gamecocks. You ever heard of Hyatt? That's what I'm saying. I've never heard of her. I don't know who the hell that is. I don't know. It might be their third string receiver or something. Oh, that's an actual football player. Okay. I, I had no clue who the fuck that is. Sorry. All right. 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. Uh, Jackpot, you want to go over these top 10 projected uh, offenses really quick here? Sure. Let's see if there's any of them that you agree with. All right. Let's see here. This is also according to 247 Sports. Number 10, the SMU Mustangs. No one knows anything about them. We will keep rolling. Number nine, Texas. Why do we have to hear about Texas every fucking year, Jackpot? They went five and seven last year and lost to damn Kansas, but they're going to have a top 10 offense. Well, I don't know. They do have one of the best running backs in the country. Um, uh, You know, I don't know if this um, Quinn Ewers kid is going to be able to do, uh, do all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, number eight this, on the list. This, this fucking dipshit over here again, Tristan Smith. Would you say you beat Shotgun about 36? What, 36? You just picked that fucking number out of the damn air. That what? damn game has been a touchdown ball game every fucking year. Last year was a damn anomaly. It was an anomaly. It ain't fucking ain't happening yeah. like that again. We've got better talent on offense. That damn defense is saltier. We're in the second year of that damn coaching staff. You're living in a damn fantasy land. 
You ain't What's coming the down there and getting some kind of easy fucking victory. You may win. You may win the fucking ball game. I'm here to say it right now. You may fucking win that ball game, but it ain't gonna be fucking easy. Um, by the way, sir, if you are that ballsy, I'll take South Carolina plus 36. Get in my DMs now. Otherwise, what about the year before? The year before was it was the fucking COVID it was 31-27. COVID year. Don't none of those games matter. Get in my DMs. Don't be a pussy. You got you want Tennessee minus 36. Get in my DMs. I'll take it right now. I'll Otherwise, bet you a thousand dollars right now that, that Tennessee don't beat South Carolina by 36. It's not happening. Not happening. Not happening on any planet. Tennessee, Number yeah. What is Tennessee's record versus Muschamp? Is Owen Owen four, fucking forever? Five? Yeah, they're still waiting to beat that fucking shimp-looking motherfucker. Uh, the Georgia Bulldogs are at number eight on this list. And, See, I, don't, uh, I, I don't get that one. Yeah, I, well, I mean, they've, they've, got, they, they've got some good tight ends. they got three good tight ends. So you're not buying that one. All right. Uh, number seven on the list is the Oklahoma Sooners. I, I don't, I mean, really? I think that 2020, you dumbass. 2020, it was 31 fucking 27. That's a close game. Uh, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know how you get much more damn closer. Let's make it 31 goddamn 28. Mm. Mm. says he wants that action. Your little buddy right here is my, getting me perturbed. Who's, who, uh, who's my buddy? I don't have any buddies over there. All those this, this fucking Chris guy you invited in here. I didn't fight in any area. He he asked if it was on the channel tonight, and I told him I'm just trying to build the program, sir. By the way, like okay. the show doesn't cost you anything to like the damn show. Do that. The Houston Cougars are at number six. Number five is Southern Cal. You know what? Fuck what happened too. last year? An anomaly. An anomaly. That's what happened last year. Mm. I, I'm not buying Southern Cal either at number five. Alabama at four, jackpot. I think that's that's solid. Jermaine Burton, Tyler Harrell coming to the mix along with Jameer Gibbs. Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. I think that's going to be a good offense. I'd put them higher than that, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Number three on the list is the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. This is obviously, they nope. put this out before uh, Sam Hartman was out, is, is out for a bit. I don't know how long he's going to be out, so we'll see about Somebody that. Somebody say it was out for the year. Off for the entire fucking year, damn. That's what I heard. What happened to him? Number two on the list is uh, Tennessee, of course, with Hendon Hooker and uh, Josh Heupel there with the gimmick offense. Cedric Tillman is a true number one outside. <laughs> and if Jalen Hyatt, obviously they've heard of Jalen Hyatt, if he performs well. at the expectation level of his coaching staff, Tennessee has two legitimate field stretchers. Good for them. The, I guess, are they going to hang one. a banner in their stadium for preseason number yeah. two? Best offense. Best projected offense, by the way. And number one is Ohio State. Uh, I do agree with Christian about Coastal. Good point, sir. I think Coastal's going to be up good. Hang a banner. Best, all number guys. two, best projected offense 2022 by Leonard's Losers Football Magazine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Terry's got it right. Very good, Terry. Good point, sir. 
All right, we'll take your calls at 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905. You can join the program. Very simple. Chris says they're going to hang 45 on you and Williams Bryce. So I guess you're winning, what, 37 to 8? Because you said you're winning by, what, 36 points, something like that? I don't know. We'll see. You might hang 45. We might hang 48. I, you're not winning they by – four, They hung 45 on Purdue last year. And yeah. um, then hung, they got 48 hung on them by Purdue, I believe. That's insane. Tristan says it's going to be 56 to 14. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Jackpot, we have to remember that one. Chat room, you folks over there, you Georgia fans, help us with that because you'll like to remember that. Tennessee is going I to win. I screenshotted it. You did? Good. Let's yeah, make sure we have that. that. You know that's called that. jackpot? It, it, we can use that to play. Uh, the Tennessee fans, by the way, uh, this upcoming season, the sour grape stuff that, uh, of course, the bit we stole from the Mazad cast, if Tennessee loses, the sour grapes from them are going to be outstanding. I cannot wait for sour grapes if South Carolina is able to win that game against Tennessee. I'm not saying they will. I'm just saying if they do, the sour grapes is going to be outstanding. Outstanding. So, yeah, I think I think South Carolina can beat them. I'm not backing off of that there, Vol State. I also think Tennessee can beat Florida. You probably don't want to hear that noise, though, do you? So, right. Rack Dog says, how bad is your defense if your offense is number two, but you're not a top uh, 25 team? Chris Foster says, Mazodcast, another team we smoked. Sour grapes everywhere. Sir, if you don't understand the bit, just go the hell on. Just just take your ass back to Georgia because you left Tennessee. Maybe you were on one of those things. He where- said we haven't beaten a, we haven't beaten a power five team with a winning record in Two years. Okay, well, you beat fucking one. So, uh, well, God, you beat one and we beat none. I mean, you know, the margin is just so fucking wide right there. Um. By they the way. Kentucky by uh, three points. Jackpot, help me with this. Am I, am I correct? Far? The uh, South Carolina has an SEC East title, like, what, in 2000, what, 13, 14? Whatever year it yep. was, when's the last time yep. Clemson or Tennessee won the East? Can anybody remember? Two thousand four. Yeah, can you watch the game in HD or does it still like look like a fucking pong game? Yes, it was just UK. The UK UK is the only Power Five team you beat last year with a winning record. Here was your damn wins last year. You beat fucking Bowling Green, not Power Five. Tennessee Tech, not Power Five. Missouri didn't have one in record. Um, oh, yeah. fucking Gamecocks. Never mind. <laughs> ah, that may be yeah. Kentucky. Okay, so they beat two. Mm-hmm. South Alabama, not Power Five. Vanderbilt didn't have one in record. Year before, Gamecocks, no one in record. Mizzou, not a one in record. And then uh, Vanderbilt didn't have one in record. Baller, go ahead. Hey, this is Justin from the comment section. 
Hi, I was wondering why come on, you know, the college football playoff, you know, come on December 31st. Yeah. I don't understand why cause they don't got the college football playoff on New Year's Day instead of the 31st. I I, I don't know, man. That's I, I, that, no clue. Probably de depends on what day it is and what day it falls. Yeah, that it's set up on a contract with her, all that. So it just don't make no sense why it's not on New Year's Day. Yeah, Anything because you got both games. A playoff should come after both games, in my opinion, yeah, because it's before point, the national championship. Good point, sir. All right, that's, man. That's hey, what I'm thinking. All right, buddy, I appreciate you calling, man. You have a good night. All right, thank you. Uh, you take mine. All right, there you go. 803-470-2905. Vol Stakes says Tennessee beats South Carolina's best ever team. Uh, you are correct, sir. <laughs> Apparently, Steve Spurrier forgot to forgot how to coach in the last fucking four minutes of that game. How um how's that? I mean, how wh how what makes them the best team ever? I think you don't think that was South Carolina's best team. I think that that no, was a I fucking think 1984 great. was. Oh Jesus, jackpot! The team that got hammered by Navy. Yeah, the team that won what what ten fucking games, won ten and oh. You don't think that the okay. Well, everybody has their opinion. That, that fucking team was was ruthless. Yeah, but I mean that that last team with, with fucking Clowney and all those guys, and I mean shit, that was a hell of a team, Jackpot. Yeah, but I, I don't know what you gotta think of Mike Hold, Thomas Dendy. James C. Wright, the Patriots, Dell Wilkes. Oh, the, the Patriot. That's right. And don't forget Joe fucking Morrison on the sidelines fucking smoking a cigarette. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's funny. All right. 803. You know, I used to go to all those games when I was a kid. I had no fucking idea it was over there smoking a cigarette. I had no I had no idea it was doing that shit until I watched it years later um, on YouTube uh, over on the sideline at Notre Dame. There's windbreaker was pulled up, and I was like, "Is he fucking smoking?" I'm like, "I didn't even know he did that shit." Of course he is, because I mean, we either we went to the games, um, and very rarely would watch them on TV. I mean, the I think that year we might have had three games on TV, and we went to down two of them, so I never even noticed that. Big Money Ross, says, or maybe I did notice it, and back then it's like you know nobody really gave a shit. Big Money Ross says, let's butch Jones Co and saying bricks are just domesticated rocks. Good point, sir. Tristan says, selling his Bama tickets for 1300 or going to the game. Well, I mean, if you're a Tennessee fan and you like pain, you should go to the game. So daddy was like, yeah, everybody smoked back then. Joe Morrison was like a man's man, too. I mean, the, the rumors of the stuff that was going on with Joe Morrison. Holy shit, jackpot. What <laughs> You know what I'm talking about, right? I mean, let, let's just say smoking and some steroids and all kind and women and all kind of shit. With Joe yeah, Rose. it was banging hoes in the shower. Yeah, that's that's some funny shit right there. Bang, banging them on the racquetball court, whatever the hell he was doing. What, what if you can bang the bang on the racquetball court? Why not? He was sticking that. He was. He was putting that New York giant in some of that old ladies' bush.
Uh, do we want to read any more of these Tennessee comments? No, they're ridiculous. I, I mean, normally Vol Steak is pretty – we're getting closer to the season because people are getting more and more out there. Okay, Chris, maybe we did. Maybe they lost to any team with a winning record last year uh, with an average of 20 points per game. Okay, maybe so. But, okay, wh what do you also make of the fact that as double-digit underdogs, they beat a Florida team at home that you – got destroyed by and beat an Auburn team at home. They were double digit underdogs too. That would have beaten you too. I mean, well, what, what you can't have you, it both ways. What they'll tell you, jackpot is that Florida quit by then. That's what they'll tell you. Yeah. They quit by that. They, they quit. They, that wasn't the same okay. team. Totally, totally different team. Leonard, Leonard asked if you would have been happier, South Carolina would have hired Hypel instead of Beamer your team jackpot would you rather have hypel or beamer i mean to me no not to me i mean i think beamer's got uh got a better personality to connect with players i mean that's obvious, uh, that yeah. obvious. so not my team but whatever 803-470-2905 803-470-2905 if you'd like to join the program uh, as we roll along here this evening, Jackpot's in some somewhere in fucking North Carolina. I don't know where the uh, he's not in the Big L. Rayford. Where the fuck is Rayford? It's between Fayetteville and the Big L. Oh, okay. Well, uh, Chris Foster said, so "Was it even the same quarterback by that point for who? Florida? Yeah, it was the same one. It was the same one that beat you guys, Emory Jones." Big Barney Ross says, when you throw the ball, three things can happen, and two of them are bad. General Nealon. Okay, good point, sir. Leonard Sarasota said, Crockpot, you hated the Beamer hire initially. Yeah, I did. I'll, I'll go on ahead and admit it. I was fucking pissed. I didn't like it. But then once I you know, got to know him, I mean, I really like him. So, I mean, it happens, you know. You can change your opinion on a person. Jetmec Jet off the top rope. Damn it, Jetmec. He Let's looks see. like a uh, the Mazad cast. He uh, he looked like a manatee. <laughs> By the way, Did shout out that, to our friends the Mazad. That, that thing yeah. they put up a few weeks ago of him of like it was just like from the the lips down of like some fat kid with a chin that just like flowed into his neck, and it said it said. Did you remember? Did you see that on Twitter? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did. It said something about live look at Josh Heupel preparing his clap back for drink. What's <laughs> comments uh, yesterday? Chris Foster says it was the most yards and points given up by UGA that in the regular season. Figured it out, huh? Congrats on the once in a decade defense. Oh, one Miami 20, 2011 Bama. 2021 UGA. See you in 10 years. Um, when's the last time that Tennessee beat Georgia? Anybody remember that? 2016. Yeah, they should come with their they should come with their hat in their hand. Just shut and, that, their hat. That, and they had to have a miracle to do that. And that, yeah, was, that was a shitty was Georgia team. Yeah. Just stop it. 803-470-2905, That was a team. That was a team that Lyle had that beat Florida and Georgia, 
But then he lost to the Gamecocks and Vanderbilt. Mm. <laughs> yeah. 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. Dakota said he was at that game. It was great. You know what else was great? I was at the game that year when South Carolina kicked Tennessee's face in. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a good point. I've got a – um. there's a video here on this channel somewhere of Tennessee's entrance into Williams-Brice Stadium for that game. We're – we're right on top of them, and uh, and and I. It's a good video. You can hear the the Rocky Top thing playing and everything, and and our fans down below them doing the yeah, booing and giving them the double birds running out there. The stadium, it's pretty cool. All right, final call for calls this evening: 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905. If you would like to uh, to join the program, the uh, by the way, Biscuit brought up an idea on the afternoon show the other day there, Jackpot, about how in the offseason we're going to explore some of these teams that claim to have national titles, but they really don't like they lost their bowl game. But, hey, we're still the national champion because Bumblefuck University, uh, Bumblefuck University said, all right, hey, we're here, that kind of thing. Welcome to the program. Good evening. Hello. What's going on, fellas? What's up? Hey, it's, uh, it's Hunter Slay over in the uh, comments on YouTube. What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing good. I just got a quick question. Uh, bunch of Tennessee fans in here tonight. Yeah. Going on. Mm -hmm. Some with a bunch of bull crap. Some with, uh, I'm a Tennessee fan myself. Some with trying to make a point, I guess, but uh, here's my question. Sure. And I hear this a lot on the program, and I hear Robert here, you say it a lot, and I, I'm I'm legitimately asking this question. I'm not trying to say it to troll or anything. Mm -hmm. But when you bring up Tennessee's offense as a gimmick offense, right. what are you alluding to is so gimmicky about it? Because they rush up to the line of scrimmage. They want to hike the ball with uh, like 10 seconds coming off the play clock. And the reason that it's a gimmick offense is because they're not going and squaring off with the defense on a level playing field. What they're doing is trying to cause confusion by uh, getting up there as quickly as possible and getting um, putting players into positions where they're not supposed to be, okay? It's the idea of just going across the line of scrimmage, throwing the ball a little bit here and there, but it's basically built on a misconception. It's not like they're going to line up and run a pro style of offense. They can't do that. They don't have the offensive line to do it. A lot of teams do that, but it's basically built on the idea of they're just running up to the line of scrimmage as fast as they can, trying to create matchup problems because they don't have the... And this and this is with any team. They don't have the overall talent to match up with an Alabama, et cetera, to go man-on-man -man with them and say, yeah, we're going to run this, we're going to run that. No, we're going to try to get an advantage by um, running up to the line of scrimmage as fast as possible. That's why I call it a gimmick offense. It's gimmicky. So is the whole point of playing football not to win the game? Um, yeah. So if they're trying to make – if they're trying to get a mismatch – and they're trying to outduel their opponent. Is that against the rules of football? Is that not within it's, the it's rules not, of play? It's not a, to try to it's beat not the a, 
it's not against the rules of football. The thing is, is that it is a gimmick, though. Tell me the last national champion that ran just that kind of offense. You don't win national titles with that. Okay? It's a gimmick. Uh, yeah, someone may. I'm not saying they will, but someone may. comment section. Yeah. Leonard, Leonard said, I was actually in attendance in 2019 for the 41-21 victory over the Gamecocks. That's why I knew Pruitt wasn't the guy. It should have beaten that shit team. <laughs> Leonard, we, we scored on you on the first down play of the game. Brian Edwards reached out there with one hand and finger. It took one hand to beat a ball. We're up on you like 14-10 at halftime. They weren't, it wasn't a shit team. We got a punt blocked in the second half. And then also threw an interception for a pick six, and Tennessee rode those things to a victory. South Carolina shot themselves in the foot that day. It wasn't a shut team. And, and you know this. You know this. You're sitting over there being silly. But, Caller, I appreciate you calling up and being respectful about it, but I'm not the only one that yeah, calls I mean, a gimmick offense. I mean, this is across the board. No, I mean, it is a gimmick-type offense. It's an equalizer. It, right. Yeah, that's it's, what I'm saying. It's an equalizer. And I guess some people don't that like they, that. But, yeah, the I reason mean, that they do this is because it also it neutralizes uh, the speed front uh, with the defensive ends. Okay? you If you have a shitty offensive line, or let's not say a shitty offensive line. Let's just say an offensive line that is not up to uh, SEC talent. Okay? But to neutralize the faster defensive ends that you will see in the SEC, you run – plays basically away from them and you run it at a very very fast pace that's why i call it a gimmicky offense oh okay yeah that's i see why. where you're coming from even though yeah. if the gimmicky offense works i'm going with it because i mean to me yeah, that's and, again and that's look, the whole point and, of playing and, the game and here's here's the thing if it gets to a point where they're doing this now simply because um, they don't have the offensive line talent to line up and, and really, really go after it like they would want to. Um, but in the end, maybe if he gets some offensive line talent in there that can help neutralize that, uh, cause I mean, let's be honest, Tennessee's offensive line wasn't really the best last season, right? Hook hooker took a lot of shots. Right? Oh, oh no, it was, it was, it was pretty terrible at times. Okay. They was terrible under that. that scheme. Now, a lot of the reason the offensive line was really bad was because you've been decimated simply because of the scholarship reductions and everything else. So I yeah, give I mean, you, we credit were, for running they, those they guys were playing out two there. walk-ons at times. Yeah, so but I give Hypo credit for doing that. And he, uh, someone said, yeah, he did a lot with less, but it is a gimmick offense. It's what it is. They um, they got forty-four sacks last year. Mm. You people think think South Carolina sacked them six fucking times last year. Do you believe yep. that? Yep, and they, you know, I uh, know that's that. But that, a lot of that's a byproduct of the tempo. Did you not agree with that? that? By, byproduct of the what, sir? I'm sorry. What'd you say? It, it's a byproduct of the tempo they're going. Sometimes they go yep. so quick they get in their own way. Right, but here's the other thing, too, and smart Tennessee fans will, will, will agree with me on this. When you run an offense that's that fast, okay, what happens to your defense? They're on the field oh, all the exactly. time. So even if you do run oh, up and down the field, 
That's great. You look at look at the uh, the I, I used the old Miss game from last season. You guys ran up and down the field in between the twenties, and then you were stopped. But your defense was was ended up being the shits there too, and you couldn't stop Matt Corral. He had thirty carries on the ground and just kept drives going. So I mean, there's the beach, just the beach bomb bit. So, I totally agree. I mean, that was um, you know the one knock I had was and. And the other guy, you know, Tennessee fans I talked to as well. We would go so quick sometimes, it, we'd shoot our own selves in the foot. All right. Anyway, but, I appreciate you calling. Hey, man, great, great show, guys. I always love, uh, always love to listen. I'm checking. We all hope y'all have a great year. Appreciate it, buddy. Uh, Captain G with the super you. chat. You know, it's almost football time in Tennessee when they're talking smack to a fan base. It's won two out of the last seven national titles. Going to be an extra ugly train wreck this season, and he's here for it. Uh, Tristan is does not know anything about the game of Huddad. He should stick to fishing because he says, is a play-action pass or a running a man into motion a gimmick? No. Once again, let me slow it down for you. They run up to the line of scrimmage, and they don't give the defense time to get set because they don't have the offensive line talent to protect their quarterback which is why Hooker almost got his ass killed last season, which is why South Carolina, who didn't – South Carolina had, what, 20 sacks last year, jackpot? Six of them. 24, yeah. All right, so a quarter of their sacks came against your offensive line. And, yes, you won the game, blah, 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 congratulations. The reality is – and Josh Heupel knows this too. He's not a dumb fuck. He played at Oklahoma under a, a great coach in Stoops, Okay. He knows he doesn't have the offensive line talent. That's why it's up there, and we're going to snap the ball, and we're going to try to gain a competitive advantage by getting the defense at a point where they're just not set. That's what it is. I don't know how more <laughs> simpler I can make it, Jackpot. I really don't. I, I don't either. I I mean, you, you've you went over this and went over this and went over this, and just don't get it. it it's, it's very frustrating. Uh, let's see here. Florida ran a gimmick offense with Tebow. No, that was a set of plays, sir. It's a completely different thing. They didn't have Tebow out there. If you're talking about the year they won the national title, Chris Leak was the starting quarterback. Tim Tebow came in to run set plays in the fucking five yard line. Holy shit. Are we watching the same game, sir? Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Because Tennessee let off the gas pedal in the second half. No, they didn't. South Carolina started actually fucking playing football in the second half. Mm. You didn't, you, you say you, you let off the gas. You didn't have the depth, you didn't have the depth to, put, to insert second stringers. Cordial, we didn't have no depth. We didn't have no depth. We're sitting here playing first string of the whole game. <laughs> well, well, it means they're so much fucking better. Why didn't they keep on damn scoring? Why? Because South Carolina stopped that shit. The caller just said we were running two walk-ons to start on the offensive line. And that's that's a Tennessee fan, sir. So Wesley said they scored a hundred, should have scored a hundred on USC Jr. I didn't know you played the Trojans. That's how I'm gonna respond to that stupid ass uh comment from now on because they are USC Jr. We were a state before they were a state. We were a school before they were a state. And they're still searching for a revenge win over the Gamecocks. So I refuse to acknowledge them. 
refuse. They cheated to win a damn national championship that they got. Got some bitch took away from them anyway. They ain't worth a fuck. At least Tennessee has an offense. Yeah, they do. You're right. They do have an they offense. Did. Number two projected as far as 247 sports goes. I tell you what, our good friend Eddie Hicks can probably put together that banner you guys can hang out there in Neyland Stadium because all the other ones are fucking old as fuck unless you're hanging banners of when you we cheated the most and went three and nine. Do you hang a banner for that? Just wondering. Just wondering. All right. Uh, jackpot, you look tired, my friend. You ready to get out of here? Um, I'm, I'm good. I'm just... All right. Well, fi final call for calls then. 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. Look then, here. They're over here babbling. They're trying to figure out the names of their damn walk-ons. Yeah. <laughs> How many natties does USC Junior have? Um, several from back yeah. in the 70s. I know they won some. They won in like 79. Um, yeah. That won in 2005. Look, hold on. Let me make sure that uh, – let me help out folks like Wesley over there. I could sit here and slap Tennessee around all fucking night, okay? It's not fun anymore, all right? You are, you are literally – slightly better than fucking Vanderbilt and Kentucky over the past 15 years. It's not, it's not any fun anymore. All right. It's like, it's like being Shaquille O'Neal and dunking on a fucking midget. That's where it is with me making fun of Tennessee. All right. So I can sit here all night and kick you in the face. It's not going to bother me. I was doing it to be kind to jackpot because Hey, jackpot is a, a the common man. Welcome to the program. Hey guys, it's uh, hey, what's up? Chris from the chat. Hello, Chris. Hey, um, I don't understand the whole. Do you call it a gimmick when Lane runs it because he runs the same offense? I mean, they ran. No, he doesn't. They were second in play. Yes, they. He literally stole Jeff Levy from Josh Heupel at UCF to run the same exact offense. It's not the same thing that Tennessee runs because they can actually get up at the line and run at you. Tennessee then tries did, to okay, snap so the Tennessee ball. Okay, so Tennessee ran two point. Do what? I said, go ahead. Tennessee ran 2.99 plays per minute. Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss were second with 2.97 plays per minute. They were okay. a tempo off. Lane even said it in his presser yesterday. He said, hey, these new running backs are having trouble dealing with the tempo that we run. He admits they run a tempo. Okay. Tempo is different. Everybody's than, got a tempo. It's slow, slow tempo, fast tempo. Everybody runs that. You know why you know why everybody doesn't do that? Because other teams try to line up and do what uh, they're supposed to do. And as far as lining up and running a pro style type offense, or they can run the shotgun and spread them out. Yeah. But <coughs> The, Lane does the idea, pro style The idea with uh, if you want to say that uh, that Kiffin runs that, that's fine. We can call them a gimmick offense too. That's fine. Does that make you feel better? I mean, it's so a gimmick offense. You don't too. think you don't think going to the high school ranks and getting Chad Morris to run a high school offense so Taj Boyd could understand it and not sure. get beat down by West Virginia anymore? How many? You don't think how, that was? Slow, you don't slow think down, that's a gimmick sir. offense? How many? How many national titles did Clemson win with Chad Morris? Oh, Chad Morris got beat down by West Virginia. Sixty-nine scholarship players. South Carolina had eighty 
eight. Sir, we had 69 you, and sir, we smoked them. Sir, you're, you're running around. You can't answer questions. How many, how many national titles did Clemson win with Chad Morris? Oh my you God! You? But you don't let think me, it's a gimmick offense? Me, do you I mean, want me to you literally, help you? This is what you guys literally do. Did. You, you want me to help you? you? It is zero, sir. Clemson's offense changed when Chad Morris left, and they went and did more things like uh, they would actually get up under center and they would uh, snap the ball and run a quarterback sneak like they didn't do against Florida State into Sean Watson's freshman year because it quote wasn't in the offense. It's little things like that. You guys wouldn't be where you're at if not for that offense. Deshaun Watson doesn't go to Clemson if not for Taj Boyd. He went to Clemson because he loved what y'all did with Taj Boyd. Taj Boyd doesn't go to Clemson if Lane Kiffin wasn't a blooming idiot and said, oh, you're not good enough to run my offense. Oh, Bryce um, Petty, you're the second-best quarterback you, you in Baylor don't, history. You don't, you're not you don't good enough to run my offense. You don't know offense. what you're talking about. Taj Boyd had a knee injury, man. Look it up. Look it up. That's why a lot of schools backed off of him. But, I mean, I'm talking too fast for you. Tennessee didn't, didn't back off of him? Did... Well, would you rather go and play for at, up there or play at Clemson? Where would you rather go? He wanted to stay at Tennessee. He wanted to come play Jesus. under Lane Kiffin, and Lane Kiffin said, you're not good enough to play for me. Mm, okay. Lane Kiffin also said that Alshon Jeffrey would be pumping gas if he went to South Carolina. Lane Kiffin said a lot of dumb things. What's your point? Well, people think he's this great savant when it comes to offense. And I know, I know Josh he figured he, he figured out how to dumb, shut dumb, down dumb. that hypo offense last year, didn't he? He went in there and ran we the quarterback shut, 30 scored, times. Like 40 points one of us. We scored, we shut them down. Did you? It literally Y'all were throwing faking. fucking mustard bottles, sir. Y'all were Y'all throwing the poor guy. <laughs> Injuries. Y'all so were throwing golf Kippen balls at him. Quote, unquote, y'all were so, y'all were listen, so pissed listen, at him. You, you threw golf balls Lane at Kippen him and faking injuries. You think that that you think that's good for the sport of football? I didn't say that. I said he figured it out by running the quarterback thirty times and keeping the other offense off the field. That's hurt. how he beat you. That's how he beat you. He got his quarterback hurt and he wasn't the same. Sure, for the rest and of you the know season. what? He walked out of there with a win, ducking golf balls from rednecks. That's what he did. Oh my God! South Carolina's throwing stuff on their field. There's proof of that. They threw stuff at Clemson players. I don't did see they? you bringing it yeah, up every five years. Of course they did. I I, know, I bring that up all the time. But they, I don't have record of them throwing a mustard bottle. I do have record oh of them God. having doo doo ice. Jackpot knows about that, and I have record of them throwing Coke bottles. Hey, also, hey. they have sex in the parking lot and give uh, hand jobs in the stands. We can talk about South Carolina forever too. The reality is, is that you can figure out that Tennessee offense, and people will. People will. You say he's off here. Tennessee was Tennessee was faking injuries in that game too. Mm, he's had four straight top ten. Why aren't people? He's he's awesome. been running this offense for a decade. There's film a decade's sure. worth of film on this offense. Awesome. And two schools shut it down. It's, three schools shut it down last year. Right, but here's the thing: it's decades worth of film. Different. Three schools shut it down it's, with 69 look, scholarship players. With 69 sure. scholarship players running a gimmick offense. Awesome. Three schools, two of them in the friggin' playoffs, shut it down. I'm glad you. I'm glad you called it a gimmick offense because that's exactly what it is. Thank you. For well, that. it's going to beat the shit out of South Carolina again in Willie Bryce. Okay. Walking down them little court cruise, uh walkways, singing "Let Her Cry" by Darius Rucker and Wagon Wheel, and rubbing it in Jackpot's face. Did he really just make fun of our runway? <laughs> I, I got nothing for you. Uh, thank you for calling the show, sir. Enjoy your gimmick offense in your seven or eight win season. Don't he just hung up? He hung up on you. 
crushed. So you can figure it out. And by the way, the whole idea of all oh, that matter now, wasn't he? And all that. Yeah, he's mad. And and I understand why he's mad because he knows what's coming. He knows Ball that guy 78 said the refs helped the whole piss too. Yeah, they helped them out. Yeah. They helped Purdue out too. You know what? People usually blame shit on the referees when there's something else they could have done uh in that game to have won it. But no, we couldn't. We're gonna have to blame the referee. We blame him. We scored a touchdown on there when we bear crawled into the end zone. Uh, yeah, yeah. If I remember correctly, Paul Johnson's offense at Georgia Tech was really, really good, too. That was kind of a gimmick offense. People don't want to hear about that. But then people figured it the fuck out. All right, let's go to the phones. Welcome into the program. Good evening. Hey, this is Billy. I just wanted to say oh, the fuck. Here we that go. I'm very excited for this season. Sure. I just wanted to say that I am sure. very excited for Tennessee to beat Pittsburgh, Florida, LSU, Alabama, Kentucky, Georgia, Missouri, Carolina, all of them. They suck. Hendon Hooker's coming. This dude's home. a freak. Sure. Hey, let me let me do hey Carolina Jackpot. Is Carolina Jackpot in this? Um right here. Hey, you gonna be crying like you did last year when we whooped up on them chicken? I didn't cry last oh, year when anybody whooped up on the chicken. Hey. All I got to say is that was a funny game. That was a funny game. Hey, let me tell you something, um, um, Clemson fan. I hope we see y'all in the playoffs. It's going to be a rude awakening. You're not making the playoffs, sir. The only way you'll see Tennessee will, in the playoffs is if you go and buy a fucking ticket because you're not going to be playing. It's not happening. Hey, hey, like I said, like I said, we could put you at safety. We still go in every game because Hennon Hooker is on our side. You you had guys at safety last year that were actually somewhat of athletic, and you fucking were one of the worst defenses out there. But okay, whatever, dude. Hey now, hey, 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 hey. whatever. And we still we still whooped up on them teams because we have the Heisman winner, the future Heisman your, winner. Hendon your Hooker. best your best win last year was against Kentucky. Congratulations, we, sir. We whooped the hell, so we didn't beat we didn't beat the hell out of uh, Carolina. Do you really think that that was Kentucky a Kentucky was better than Gamecocks? Kentucky finished in the top twenty-five. That was your best win, sir. Congratulations! Yeah, and we killed to you. the we killed Missouri too, and Tennessee Tech. Missouri's a shithole. Te- You're bragging Ten- about beating Tennessee Tech. I can't, I can't. I can't. Jackpot. I can't. I'm sorry. I don't hang up on many people, but goddamn it, I can't do it. Jackpot. I can't fucking do it. Fucking calling up here talking about Tennessee Tech. Get the fuck out of here with that nonsense. Triple option is not a fucking gimmick. Tempo isn't a gimmick. RPO isn't a gimmick. Shut up the fuck up. I'm gonna call the, the that Tennessee offense Hillbilly Turbo. Hillbilly Turbo or the Hillbilly gimmick. <laughs> I don't know. That's some funny shit. Captain G says, there you go. 12 and 0. I knew it was coming. Whatever. I I just can't. I can't. And you're always welcome to call the show. He just God bragged God. about beating Tennessee Tech. Get the fuck out of here. Here's another caller. Welcome into the program. Good evening, sir. Hey, it's Big Barney Ross. I just wanted to call in and say that uh, you know, Kentucky had 16 turnovers in the first eight games last year. Now, we weren't running a gimmick offense. We just did a slow – we just – we were terrible. I mean, Kentucky was a bad football program last year. We finished second. <laughs> 
you're not going to get a Dan Mullins Florida this year, and you're not going to get a, a you know a Wet and Wild Ed Ordron LSU, and you're not going to get a same old you know South Carolina. All these teams are good, and Ross, you know for Tennessee fan, I have a question before you go. But go ahead and finish up. I'm sorry. Well, for them to be calling in and talking like. You know, they're going to be in the national championship. You, you won seven games and lost your bowl, and you cheated. I mean, for the most part. And, and um, all these yeah. teams have taken a big giant step forward. But I just, I mean, I just don't see the offensive firepower that, you know, they're rating Tennessee at. And I don't see Kentucky's having the best running back room in the conference either. So, I mean, I never really bought into the tabloids, but. I guess some people do, but I hope it's going to be a good year for everybody. But I just, I just don't see the, you know, calling in and saying crazy stuff. I mean, but I, I, I'll take I your question, question though. Right, tabloids, you sir, the tabloids. Well, they write about they write about Tennessee in the Sun. Yeah, <laughs> in the National Enquirer, right next to up the, the Express Line place. at the Food City. Well, no, in the Tennessean, or you know, you pick up some of these sports. Magazines, they're talking like they're, you I know, know number one offense or number two offense or, right, you know, to me, but Ross, never I, I, ha- I have to know, were you one of the fans that got one of those uh, Kentucky t-shirts saying, we scored on Georgia? And if so, what no. size did you get? No, no, we actually scored twice. And that's, you know, that's what made a lot of people mad because that last touchdown, you know, they, they didn't cover uh, it's kind of like, you know, getting divorced. You know, you, the, the judge gives you a little bit of something. He gives you the dog. Watch it, you know, she gets the house. <laughs> you know. Good point. But, uh, y'all think about that. Big body I want to get, I wanna get me one of those Tennessee. I want to get me one of those. Um, uh, I, I, there's another, um, uh, an orange, what's it, checkerboard T-shirts on it with 2021. And it says something to the effect of uh, Alabama only blew us out in the fourth quarter. It was close until then because we didn't have no depth. Award. No depth. I, I, I like Jackpot's uh, Hillbilly Turbo gimmick. That's funny. Or what would you just call it? Hillbilly Turbo? It's just Hillbilly Turbo. There's It's kind of like Mountain Dew. Hillbilly Turbo. It's a, a knockoff brand of that. The gimmick pisses them off, though, Jackpot. We got to work gimmick into that. And uh, we're going to put that on a T-shirt that we will uh, have up on the Rob and Kale Show site. The gimmick offense at Tennessee. Something we're going to put together. i got to figure that out. Can you uh, boys that- talk about the 18-level NCAA 1 violations at Cesspool U? Yeah, they're, they're the, they've had in the past 11 years three different times where they've had major infractions. Uh, but, you know. I have one tell me in uh, a comment about a week or so ago that it was likely that the NCAA would actually reward them for being so cooperative in the investigation. What the fuck? Are you fucking... uh, I don't know about all that. What are they going to give them for a reward, Jackpot? Some McDonald's gift cards? What the fuck are they going to do? Chris know. said he can't wait for the new schedule set up. South Carolina playing Bama every other year will make their lifetime losing record worse. Well, Chris, I mean, y'all aren't exactly setting the woods on fire against them there, Chris. Uh, uh, hold on. Does Chris know something that we don't? There hasn't been a new schedule put out there yet. 
Please stop. No, nothing's been decided on that. Nobody knows anything yet. Just a bunch of rumors. Rumors and? Innuendo. And by the way, we've beaten them uh, more recently than you have as well. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, a better record against Vandy, too. Yeah. All right, let's get another call in here. We'll see who this person is, and then we're going to get out of here because it's late. Welcome to the program. Good evening. Hey, Rob, how do you think BJ is going to be this year? How do I think who? DJ Hoffman Clemson. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't understand. DJ. Oh, I think he's going to be. I think DJ is going to be. Oh, I think he's going to be. He's going to get a three-game window where they have three shit teams at the beginning of the season, and if he doesn't play well, he's going to be a big bench warmer. That's what I think. I know last year he was going through his parents having a divorce. I just want to know if you thought he was going to be a little bit better. I don't know because you can't measure how a kid's head is, but there was stuff that he was dealing with supposedly supposedly he was injured but you cannot be a and by the way thank you for calling there caller we appreciate it um the you cannot be the call you cannot be the guy that goes and throws for less than 100 yards in your rivalry game uh with that clemson defense this year you got to be better caller what you got uh yes i got uh i just want to say Oh, no, 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 no. You can't be saying that kind of stuff. Uh, Larry Sarasota says, better offensive mind. Heupel, Beamer, Satterfield, Dabo, or Streeter? Oh, I mean, obviously it's Satterfield by far and then everyone else. Yeah, I don't know. By the way, don't don't be calling the program saying things like that. Holy shit with all that. Locks that number. Yeah, and then this is the same dude calling, so nope. We're going to block that number there. All right. Anyway, um, Jackpot, I think we've had enough for this evening. We'll be back at it uh, soon. Uh, We'll go from there. Appreciate you guys watching the show, and we'll talk to you later on. All righty.